Welcome to track number seven of Preparation of the Gospel. Yes, the shield, anointed. Paint your shield, Ruth. Don't keep a little shield. Why do you have a small one? Why do you have a small shield? Bring out a big one. Let everybody see. That's what you are. That's what you believe in. That's who you are. Some arm robbers came to my neighbor. They shot in there. Pa, 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 pa. Big, big holes in the roof. When the arm robbers went, went there, the people were afraid. They are stolen their car, stolen their money. They made everybody lie down. But I see, they knew that I was a pastor. And as I was with them, you see, because as I'm standing there, you, you, you can see me in the spirit with my big shield standing there, shimmering and shining. So I said, let us pray. These are unbelievers. When we invite them, they don't come to church. I said, let us pray. Oh, pastor, pray for us. With the soldiers and everybody. But they know that it's a pastor's house. When you come to my house, sometimes you hear in the night, people praying. It's a pastor's house. It's a church house. It's a Christian house. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Why shouldn't there be sound of prayer in my house? When they are having this call next door and calling people to come and booze and having a Christian uh, 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 boozing pub next door, nobody talks about that. People are going to shout in my house, praying in my house. It's a Christian house. I said it's a Christian house. I said my shield is getting bigger and bigger. When I'm driving, my shield is big around me. I believe in God. I belong to God. Paul got up in the midst of the storm and he said, I belong to God. I belong to Christ. I belong to God. Whose I am and whom I serve. Everybody knows it. Why shouldn't they know it about you? He said, in the name of Jesus Christ, whose I am and whom I serve. In other words, he will say, I belong to God. Whose I am means I belong to God. I'm marked out. That's what my life is. Even if you're not in full-time ministry, it doesn't matter. Let them see your big shield. You're marked out, sister. I say, you are marked out, sister. You are ma- God told me to tell you, listen, to tell you, with, I shouldn't be shy. God told me, don't be shy of what I'm telling you. Tell them that the only thing that matters in this world is to live for me and to serve me and to for that's the only thing. He told me, don't be shy of it. It makes you look like an extreme, as some kind of his polar fanatic. But I'm telling you, that's the fact. God told me, don't be shy. Tell them that's the fact. There's nothing important in this world. There's nothing else. Only there. Only him. Only what he has. What he is for us. There's nothing. I'm telling you. Oh. Right. I'm telling you. There's nothing. There's nothing. Nothing. Nothing except him. Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing except him. What he is. Who he, that's why Paul said, whose who's I am, I belong to God. He stood up and said, I belong to God. I mean, the, the, my boat is sinking, all of us are dying. But I want you to know I belong to God. In the, in the boat as a prisoner, they know I belong to God. Oh, in the chain, they know I belong to God. I belong to God. Anoint your shields. Let Christianity come out. 
to see the people standing there. They are not shy to say, I'm having sex with my anus. Even if you are doing it, do it. But they come out boldly. Demonstration. They have gay Olympic games. Olympic games of people who use their anus for sex. That is a kid. They, they are not shy. And you are shy. Come on. Come on. Throw that small shield away. And go for a big one. And bring it out. So that we, we hold it up high. <laughs> oh, man. Man. They wouldn't be quiet about it. If they are politicians. You see a distinguished man wearing a tie. Straight, he has got pumpers and pads. He's putting pads here. Because the anus has become and big and the feces are just dropping out so they put part there and it's working and he's trying to tell us like that I am gay and I stand for it I believe in it this is what I want freedom whatever and you you have made your faith a small shield like an iron pressing iron small one like this that you wave that you can even put under your armpit and you're walking like that nobody knows what you think nobody knows what you believe nobody knows who you are what a shame <laughs> I believe in God Whose I am I belong to God I believe in God I belong to God Oh the Lord told me to tell you There is nothing okay. Nothing except Him Him There is no comparison at all for one minute between anything you can ever acquire, get, have, seek, hold natural, physical, marital, financial, academic, whatever. There is nothing, it does not even the slightest comparison. I wish I could open you a vision to see heaven, but if I was to open you a vision to see heaven afterwards, some of you will still not believe. That is why that is why it's not happening. That's why that's why. Abraham said, remember. And that's why he said, they have Moses and the prophets. But if they do not believe them, they will not believe if someone rose from the dead. I always used to feel that it was unfair that the Lord would not send somebody from the dead. But now I know that if they don't believe, and it was true, if they don't believe the one standing there, they will not believe if someone rises from the dead. They will not believe the vision. They will not believe all these things. I believe in God. I belong to God. I said, I belong to God. I'm bought with a price. You, you are actually purchased. How come you are doing your own thing when you belong to God and you were, poor, you were bought? Hallelujah. Amen. What's the next one? How many dimensions of the mashak do you have? Only three. One is David, when he was marked out for kingship. Two is what? The pillar that was anointed in the house of God. Number three is the shield. Huh? Three was a shield. Okay. Number four. Yeah, the painting. Painting of the house. Three is the painting of the house. God makes you beautiful. He makes you, he makes you beautiful. He makes you nicer. Amen. Noticeable. Are you there? Chapter 29. And this is the thing that thou shalt do unto them to hallow them. 
to minister unto me in the priest's office. Take one young bullock and two rams without blemish and unleavened bread and cakes unleavened tempered with oil and with us unleavened anointed with oil of wheat and flour shall thou make them and thou shalt put them into one basket and bring them in a basket with the bullock and the two rams and Aaron and his two sons shall bring unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and shall wash them with water amen all right now you see here the anointing of the bread the bread the unleavened bread was also anointed are you listening to me are you listening to me the unleavened bread was anointed Hmm? is it there the wafers you see there must come a time when the word in your life is anointed no matter whether you speak softly or you shout or you 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 have a female voice or a male voice whatever your voice you see the bread and living bread speaks of the word of god as to there are two things in this unleavened bread what you eat and what you minister you must come to the place where the word of god becomes anointed for you you see before i was saved i had a bible but i didn't used to read it or understand it but after i got saved are you listening to me the word of god came alive but even now the word of god is anointed for me you know god actually speaks to me through the word by my bible readings my preachings are mostly my bible readings and my quiet times you must now know how to get buttered bread from the bible buttered bread is different from bread without butter how many have not eaten butter for a long time raise your hand not eating butter for a long time oh raise your hand most of you have not been eating butter what do you eat your bread with you don't eat bread granite paste okay everybody should buy butter when you go home try it bread and butter and then bread without butter they are two different things and that is how it is when you read your bible without the holy ghost and without that paint and that rubbing oiling of the word is different one makes you sleep one makes you sit up i tell you one of the things that makes me most alert surprisingly is when i have an oily bread 
battered living bread to eat. I become awake like that. Because I've got battered and living bread to eat. One of the things that makes me sleep most is when I eat the unbattered and living bread. It's very bitter. Amen. I don't know how I can help you to get battered living bread, but I'm going to try. A book, a tape, and a Bible. You see, a preacher is ministering anointed words. So when you have a book and a tape with your Bible, it butters the bread. So you can take the Bible to be the unliving bread. And then the butter, which makes it easier to eat, eh, is the book and the tape. That's why Bible reading should always be with a book and a tape to help you. Why do you think God gave us teachers of the word when he gave us the word too? Huh? Why do you think he gave you a teacher when he gave you the word? What do you think? Nowadays, the person that I really enjoy receiving from is Rick Joyner. I, I, because I feel that God has anointed him for me. So I also fully accept it. So if I'm holding a, a book or a tape, I, I don't know how. I become anointed as I read what? Because it, I, it guides me to the scripture. Sometimes that's not even what he's talking about, but it brings that thing. So the Bible becomes oily and anointed for me. It's powerful. How many have noticed that you sleep when you read the Bible? Huh? That's the unleavened bread. It's a sleeping tablet. Huh? If you can't sleep, read the New Testament. If the sleep is still not coming, move to the old testament and within the old testament if you are still not sleeping move towards leviticus and other realms like that you will be highly blessed (laughs) with a deep sleep there should be no cause for a christian who cannot sleep once you have your bible yeah Christian, you cannot sleep when you have a Bible. And living bread is the most effective volume of today. But if you can take a revelation, oh, there is nothing that can make me sit up like this in my room in the middle of the night or at any time with life when the word has coming to me and i get a revelation so sometimes i'm just looking i i, I want something sometimes when i'm alone somewhere and i'm praying i'm, I'm just lord it's because as soon as he's praying, i don't know i come alive you know there's life in the word it's anoint 
that living bread, the wafers. May you ha- listen. Don't try. You are not greater than anybody. I was reading Rejoiner. He said, he said, I listen to tapes and book more than anybody. Just like Paul. Paul had the scrolls and the books and the parchments. It's a blessing. I said it's a blessing. I see you receiving that blessing. Huh? And then you must now begin to be somebody who gives buttered bread. Do you want to give bread to your children with butter on it? When I want my daughter to eat the bread, I put a lot of butter on it because I know that when she tastes the butter, she is going to become, she's going to like the bread. Everybody, don't forget to buy your butter. It will, it will be a sign to you. Just butter your bread and see. Huh? Why is it that when you speak the word, people just look at you and they start to sleep. You are minister, a minister of unleavened bread without anointing and without oil. May you become a minister of buttered bread. Do you know how to become a minister of buttered bread? The things that you have received that were anointed. The same. I didn't say. Paul said it. 2 Timothy 2, 1 and 2. The same things. Commit down. I'm always sharing things that I learn. I will not bother to tell you more than that. But I'm telling you that. I'm always learning, sharing things that I have learned. And the things that... I share that are most powerful are things that I've learned. That often I can trace directly to somewhere where I learned it. How many have experienced that before? It's so powerful and people are so blessed and you almost feel shy to say, you know, this is where I learned it from, you know, this is where I got it from. But it's like, it's like when they said you were so blessed, you look so powerful and so wise and so powerful and so anointed. Now you have to come down and say that, you know, (laughs) <laughs> this is the brother that I learned it from <laughs> the sauce yeah. but you see God has designed his church such that you need me and I need you and I need somebody and we all need somebody so that nobody can stand and say I'm a great you are a nothing you are rich now from where where is your origin from So, buttered bread. Share the buttered bread to your children. Listen, you people, when you have... Listen, a man who doesn't have a car, he doesn't have anything, but he's anointed. You see, when he proposes to you, you somehow sense that you have a future. There's something that makes you substantial. Come, come, you. Do you have a car? No, Papa. Do you have a house? No, Papa. Do you have money? No, Papa. What do you have? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) And there is a girl who has been waiting for him to finish school for him to marry her. You see, but there is something on him that makes him sort of substantial. You don't know what it is. That's, That's about something, somebody with the word. You don't have anything. Uh, you come. 
<laughs> what do you have? Bishop, nothing. Nothing at all? At all. Have you been able to get somebody to follow you, to marry you? Papa, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes. Why? How come you're able to get somebody to follow somebody with nothing? She says, um, she knows I have a future. You have a future? What gives somebody like this a future? Mr. Wood. Is it Wood? Kwesi Wood. Come. <laughs> what do you have? You have been able to convince her. Nothing. You have nothing? Nothing. Does he have the word? Is he a man of the word? Is he a shepherd? The chapel shepherd? Yeah. You've been sharing the word? Yeah, Bishop. So when you proposed to her, did it take long for her to say something? No, only a few. A few what? Hours. Only a few days. A few days. I mean, of course, she has to give some, otherwise it's some way. Even though she's saying yes already, she has to do something. Otherwise, it will be like she was waiting. When the breakthrough came, she couldn't control herself. The word it, it makes us very substantial. That's right. There's something about God and His word. When you speak His words, you have nothing, you are nothing, you are nobody, but you are powerful because you have God with you and God in you. And that is why you must learn. And I'll tell you, people who pray a lot but don't have the word, they don't become pastors, they do not become pastors. Isn't it? But you see, when, when it comes to say something, or maybe somebody is dead, or something bad has happened, or something good has happened, and they just stand there. There's no word. <laughs> There's nothing. Speak to us and give us a revelation. Tell us from Isaiah. Tell us that this person has died even though he has died. The Bible says sometimes some people, people die so as to save them from a certain problem that will come. And I believe today that this thing cannot happen because the Bible says all things work together for us. Say something. You are standing there. You don't have words. You don't have buttered bread to give to your children. And when you open your mouth to speak to, it will be unbuttered bread if anyone will come. No, I tell you, you can, you can walk in anointing, big, big, big anointings, if you will learn to take the butter that God is giving you, something that helps the word to work for you and for others. I learned it. I received it. I walked in it. I benefited from it. And I'm still benefiting every day. You sit in my car, you hear tapes. You come to my side, you see books. I'm reading. I'm learning. I'm receiving shamelessly. Shamelessly. And you see, try to share. Do you want what you have received to stay? Start sharing it. Sharing, Bible says, exhorting one another. We must exhort ourselves all the time. When Christians meet, they must talk about the word. When you meet, listen, when you meet a fellow Christian on campus or wherever, talk about the word. Don't start other things. Hallelujah. How are you? God bless you. 
this and that. Then you, you start to say, Amen. Um, are you blessed? I'm blessed. It is well. This was a Douglas. It's well. Hallelujah. The spirit was sharing certain things. Then you begin to share. Amen. You receive it. And if you don't have somebody you can talk to like that, find people who want such things. You say, me, my people that I'm friends with, they, they enjoy speaking about the Bible. God, my words get finished shortly. Even my people in my office, anybody around, I'll start sharing the words. If you don't like such things, you can't stay for long. I don't have anything else to say. And I don't want to criticize anybody. I don't say anything bad about anybody. I don't have any discussion to make about anyone. Just the word. Sometimes we can be in the office and we are talking about the word and it's like angels have come and the presence of God is there by the revelation, the battering of the bread. Oh. Let your word be anointed. But you see, on the other hand, this same word can put you to sleep. Think about the words of Jesus. So oily that 2,000 years he didn't bother to write it himself. And he never told anybody to write it. It's written. And here we are. We, we, when we read anything that he said, life comes into the church. Now, anytime I'm having my quiet, always there must be red letters in my quiet time. Always. Always red letters. John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, somewhere. I want to hear what he said. He said so many things. He was the son of God. Last time I was reading, he said he had life in himself. I'm trying to find out what it means. Just, I have life in myself. Life. May your heart open. May you become a battered bread giver and a battered bread receiver. Are you going to do it? Bring your Bible, you. You see, this is a Bible. It looks unleavened. Don't you see this type of Bible? Huh? Do you enjoy it when you read this Bible? Hey. If I have this Bible, I can't read it all. The words are very small, very, no, nothing. Hey. God bless you, brother. But this Bible looks. Oily. What Bible is this? Oily. I've not seen a big Bible like this before. Dicks that has become very fat like this. It can help you. Because there's some extra butter on the side. Huh? The living bread and living bread is in the middle. And then the butter is on the side. To help the thing to be eaten easily. Oily. Will you buy your butter when you go home? Some of you don't. I said not majiru, not planter. Butter. Butter. Dimensions of mashak. Hallelujah. Amen. What's the next one? Quickly. Oh, gentlemen, thank you. I'm sure your beloveds are very happy with They don't know why. It's the word that they are happy. It's not your faces. Hmm? All right. The next one. How many do we have? Five. Then, 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 16. I'm giving you seven. 1 Kings 19, verse 16. And Jehu, the son of 
Nimshi shall thou anoint to be king over Israel, and Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel-Meloah, shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. Amen. Once again, you can see here the marking out of Elisha to become the prophet. But that's not when he became the prophet. He was just marked. Are you there? Oh, you are not understanding what I'm reading. Is this in First Kings? When was it that Elijah, Elijah was taken away? In Second Kings, chapter two, and this is First Kings, and they are telling him, "Go and anoint Jehu to be the king. Go and anoint Elisha to be a prophet." What? Did, what was it? The only thing that it was was a marking out that you one way or another somehow some way will become a prophet is it not powerful stupendous huh so that's another one you are marked out for your job for your ministry as a prophet the first one david was a king now this one is being marked out to that's a pastor king is a pastor now he's being marked out to be a prophet there are greater revelations when papa hagen was called into the ministry after a while there were now more revelations coming up more and more and more revelations there was a time that he began to receive visions of jesus he had eight visions until 1950 or so or 1952 after that the lord told me i'm not going to appear to you like this again from now on you have to have operate in another way but he had been called to be a prophet long ago so you see let's wait amen Amen. for the greatness of the things that god has ordained and planned for your life because he has planned great things for your life the, Pastor, Pastor Silas, are you encouraged by the Mashak? Huh? I'm blessed by the Mashak. I know that I've been marked. Hmm? Even if I don't seem to be much. And I've just been given to lunatics to pastor lunatics. And even they didn't say I should counsel. They said I should just play instrument. I shouldn't talk at all. I just play my instrument. <laughs> it's a blessing to be marked by the Lord. You're going to be a prophet one day. You relax. Second Kings chapter 2 will come in 40 years time. You are going to be a... (laughs) Second Kings chapter 2 will come about 40 years time. You just come along. Shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. Jehu, a king. That one too came up later. Is it not stupendously amazing? Hmm? 
Do you want to be marked out by the Lord? Hallelujah. I'm blessed. How many are blessed? I'm blessed, I tell you. I feel encouraged. I feel that I'm encouraged. I've been, I've been marked out. and I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to be tired. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to change my mind. Even if, I, even if people just give me a funny job, I'm still going to carry on. Because I know that I've been marked. Mashak. I said dimensions of Mashak. Painting. You see, you are painted. Actually, one of the meanings of the word is to paint. It's not even to anoint, but to paint. It means to actually paint something. Yeah. Brush is used to paint you. Is it not amazing? Wonderful. Stupendous. I see the marking. I said, I see the marking. Are you blessed with the marking? Is it not a wonderful thing to be marked by the Lord? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I can even go home now. Because I know that the Mashak anointing is upon my life. Amen. T.L. Osborne said, I have no gifts. You see, in one sense, we are so spooky that we look so much for these things instead of just being practical and just doing something. You understand? As you keep on walking in whatever is presented to you, and taking decisions that favor the anointing, you will come to a high place. Because you see, one day David was going to kill Abigail, kill Abigail's husband, kill everybody. And Abigail said, you are going to be the king. I can see that you'll be marked. If you do it, it won't be good. One day to worry you, don't kill. Do you see? So David took a decision that was in favor of the anointing. Because he knew that one day he would be flowing in that kingly. You actually see it. Even if it's for a short time. You'll see it. Hallelujah. I love the mashak. I said I love the mashak anointing. I received the Lord just paint me more Lord. Paint me. I don't know what you are painting me for. I paint me. One day I went to somebody's house. He had painted his house purple. When I got to the house, purple, I was surprised. I've not seen a purple house before. And he said, I don't know what reason, I don't know what reason he gave for painting his house that color. Light purple, purple. But the next time I went to his house, as we were driving, as soon as I saw the purple house, I said, ah, that's the house. I noticed the house. I knew it was marked out with the paint. You stand out in the church. There are 100,000, but you stand out. I see you standing out. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Next point. And that's the last point. The anointing of the vessels. 
Amen. Exodus 30, verse 26. Or we can read from verse 25. And thou shalt make it an oil of holy ointment, an ointment compound after the art of the apothecary, and it shall be an holy anointing oil. And thou shalt anoint the tabernacle of the congregation. Verse 27. And the table and all his vessels, and the candlestick and all his vessels, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burning of offering, and with all his vessels, and the laver and his foot, and thou shalt sanctify them, that they be most holy. Whatsoever toucheth them shall be holy. Listen to me. All the vessels are anointed. God, I want to be a vessel you work through. I want to be more like you. If any man purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel. Sanctified. Meet for the master's use. I want to be a vessel you work through. I want to be more like you. One day I called a brother and I said to him, I'm sending you as a missionary. He was working somewhere. You know what he told me? He told me a nice vision that he had. I always remember. He said one day, I, I don't know whether it's a vision he had or something that he experienced. He said one day, he was driving towards Aflao. And then he saw a lot of pots. Is it earthenware pots standing by the roadside? And as he saw them, it, it occurred to him, I think it was a vision, that these pots and vessels will stand there in the rain, in the sun, in the weather, for months and for years. Unless somebody, because they're all for sale. Somebody comes out and says, this one, I want this one. Take this one for me. And chooses a particular vessel. And he said, the fact that you have called me is a great honor. Because I'm one of the vessels that was standing by the roadside. And of all those vessels that are being beaten by the, because they leave it out there, being beaten by the rain, by the sun, lizards are sleeping, sleeping in them, worms are in them, moving around, people are going over sun, dusts, everything is moving. He said, for me to be chosen and called to go as a missionary, I am one of the pot that was have been standing there forever. And somebody came and said, This one, this one, the one, the one behind that one on the left. <laughs> I, I like that one. This is being taken out of the rain. It's been taken out of the sunshine. It's been taken out of the dust. It's been selected away from the lizards, taken away from the snakes. And has been put specially as a special vessel. It's going to somebody's house for a special use. What an honor. Where can you get such a promotion? If you are a vessel by the roadside, will you ever be promoted like this? What an honor. 
And sometimes the reason why you will be chosen as a vessel, out of all the vessels, is because you painted nicely. He said, you shall anoint the tabernacle and his vessels, the altar and his vessels, the candlestick and his vessels, all the vessels that are used in the house of God. Anoint, thou shall anoint them. Shema da kibran esimbu kande bradelis. For there shall come vessels painted, shining out of these, selected and chosen, set apart for special use. And they shall run and they shall walk with the Lord. And they shall be honored, for they shall be taken away from the rain and are taken away from the sunshine. Therefore, count it an honor to be called upon, to be chosen, to be selected. For there is no higher honor in this world than to be called by him who sees all things, in whose hands are the hearts of men, that you were chosen and called. Yes, it is a high honor, a great honor, a blessing, a promotion, a lifting. For even to serve me in the house of lunatics is higher than serving the world in the house of normal people. Is higher to fight with Goliaths and other animals if it is for me, says the Lord. Become that vessel. Become that vessel. Rise and paint. Paint and anoint yourself. Stay away from the dryness that comes when there is no anointing. Move into the presence of the Spirit. And be anointed. Be an anointed child. An anointed vessel. Anointed by the Lord. To stand and to do well. For there are many that will drink from you. Many that will drink clear water from you. Many that will be refreshed. For you shall be used to pour water on thirsty souls. Souls that are dying in darkness and in deserts. You shall be used to bring, quench the thirst of many that are thirsty. Yes, you shall be used to bath those that have not bathed and washed away the sins of their lives. You shall be used. You shall be used for a chosen vessel. It's a vessel like the Apostle Paul. It's a blessed vessel called anointed chosen sent use shindo shanda cool water shall come from you in the heat of this life you shall cool down the lives and the souls of many 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 are waiting for you to be filled as a vessel a vessel I can work through. A vessel. Big sizes and small sizes are needed. All sizes are needed. Of vessels. Special ones and ordinary ones. All shapes. All sizes. All varieties. Are needed. Says the spirit of the Lord. Therefore humble yourself. Go on. Go forth. Come under my great influence and be painted that you may be a painted vessel 
that you may be chosen and selected. What a blessing. What a favor. Thank him right now for his blessing and his anointing. Blessed be the name of him who died, him who rose, him who took away our pain and our shame. Blessed be the name of him who lay upon that cross and rose from the dead. Blessed be the name of Christ Jesus. Blessed be the name of him who calls us, selects us, chooses us. For his glory, for his honor. Jelon Branlissing, Codolom Riquetele Midalon, Genemesendele Redidolande, Sebelekita Ralamanando. Holy, 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 holy is the Lord of hosts. Blessed is the name of the Lord for his great anointing, his great anointing, his great anointing. His great anointing, Shindel Brenilos, Milimbrekil Benidos, Melingro Longranelo, Grimbros and Drolice, Trebelindo, Lolomides, Remekechendele, Brisedela, Remedelos, Telemane. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Colarendo Lombrondin, then Sundretan Chilerin, Brendelindolo. My master. My Savior, my Lord and my King, my Savior, my Master. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For a vessel you work through. For a vessel you work through. For the vessel you work through. Lelo Lalo. Alelo Lalo. Lelo Lalo. Alelo lalo lalo, elo lalo lalo lalo, dilo dal dulando le dulundo delandolo, dedel daduli dadolando dela dulindi dadelo rondelo dal doluduste, podole talo dal, tele totle kablo kilo taldori dorladele, borolil alorlorige, prodil adekolo klandromijos rembreketrem joloride. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Clear water shall come forth from these vessels. Clear water shall spring forth from these vessels. For they shall be special vessels unto the Lord. For I have chosen them. Father, thank you for this great privilege. We honor you and we praise you in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. We believe you have been blessed by the powerful teaching by Bishop Doug Heward Mills. For further information on Bishop Heward Mills' tapes and books, please write to Bishop Doug Heward Mills, P.O. Box KB114, Kolebu, Accra, Ghana, or call 021 6620 
Fax 021-668934. God richly bless you.